0: Welcome or welcome back to pre arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today, just like always happens in late August, today is graduation day. What? Nobody graduates in August. Nobody graduates in August. you graduate in January or June or something? No, 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 no. Today's graduation day. Today's graduation day. A whole bunch of players are being promoted, have been promoted, It's basically to that point where, are you a basketball fan at all, generally like college basketball, you get to that point where the team is down by about five points, down about five, probably about a minute left. Time out, time out, time out. You take out these guys, you bring in the other guys, and uh, you're going to put on a full court press and burn all your energy right now. Burn every single little bit of that energy. Then after you make a foul, then you bring in the other guys and you everybody is playing all out, everything down to the last second. That's basically where the season is right now. Pablo Aliendo has been called up from Myrtle Beach to South Bend. Christian Franklin has been called up from Arizona to Myrtle Beach, along with Owen Casey. Uh, Let's see, who else is going up? Um, Yohindra Piango is going from Myrtle Beach to South Bend. Um, From South Bend to Tennessee, we had Scott Cobos and Ryan Jensen, both of whom may or may not have ended up introducing themselves to the wrong manager. I've heard the story as... Um, that happened to Ryan Jensen. Scott Kobo said, well, I'm not going to say it didn't happen to Ryan Jensen, but it happened to me. So uh, apparently the people down at Smokey's Stadium have a sign that says, uh, go this direction to the um, Smokies clubhouse. That actually points to the other team's clubhouse or something. I don't know what. Um, just fun and on you, Smokies people this is the time of year where you know what we're going to give you three weeks with the new organization with the new setup with the new coaches the new teammates the new better opposition and here's what can happen there's two things that can basically happen one you're underwater and really we're not going to worry about it you know it's like hey at some point, you're going to have to take the step up and take a look. And maybe, maybe, maybe when these players move up to the new level, they're not going to be ready for it. And that's fine. That's fine. You've done what you could do at the other level. You've shown that you're better than the other level. We're going to give you a small taste of what it's like to play at the next level. Congratulations. You have done very well. You've kicked butt. Get the heck up there. So some of the players, they will, you know, have a bad outing. Have a bad couple of weeks. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They did well at their previous level. Some of them will completely take to the new level. And I say this because, I say this because, about what was it, three weeks ago the Cubs did the same thing after well no, no, I can I can actually uh yeah, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, right after the trade deadline, the Cubs did the same thing. Alexander Canario was moved up to South Bend aggressively. With that, Nelson Velazquez was moved from South Bend to Tennessee. What the heck? Let's see how these guys do. I got no idea. Got no proof, got no evidence. They're going to new levels. Guy goes to a new level. All he can do is hope and wish. And both of them kick butt at their new levels. Whole bunch of pitchers. Whole bunch of pitchers. Especially relievers. Have been moving up the system all season long. All season long. And whatever is being taught at South Bend. Is being taught at Tennessee. Is being taught in Iowa. And players have generally... Though not always, generally hung in there or possibly even gotten better. The last eh, one, three, I think it's three series, this and then uh, th- three series. And with Iowa, it's probably five. Um, go ahead, do it, see what you got, see what you got. And there may be another case of that coming soon, and there may be more cases. That I haven't been aware that I'm not aware of, very possibly, very possibly, because it, it, this comes as a shock to some of you. Um, the Cubs executives are not required to give me a text telling me when players are being called up. So what I'm doing is periodically I will check. So who's actually on the Myrtle Beach roster now? Who's actually on South Bend's roster? Who's with Tennessee? And sometimes the. Um, information has been updated. And oh my goodness, this guy who was in Mesa is now in Tennessee. Cool. Um, Some of the players who pitched in college, ramped up for their college season, basically ramped it down after their college season. Most of those players haven't pitched. Jordan Wicks hasn't pitched. Frankie Scalzo Jr., who still, I love that name. You guys have no idea how much. Frankie Scalzo Jr., that's such a cool name to say. He hasn't pitched. A whole bunch of pitchers. They they just haven't pitched. It's fine. Uh, Organizational decision Maybe they were more along the lines of, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much good. I'm pretty much good. I don't, don't really want to ramp up for another four outings just to blow my arm out, blow my elbow out. Not really all that interested. That's fine. Um, no, this is a good time of year. This is a good time of year for the minor leagues. For baseball fans in general. Baseball fans in general are about the wins and the losses. The wins and the losses. And Myrtle Beach somehow is near 500. I, I, I can't explain it. I, Their pitching's been fantastic. Their hitting has improved. But they have won a whole lot more games than I would have imagined possible when I think of what's gone on through the season. Um, but South Bend... Is kind of a bit low in the standings. Tennessee is very low in the standings. Iowa is very low in the standings. So you would think off of that that it was a terrible season, but it wasn't it wasn't um players have improved, players have gotten better, and the pipeline has gotten better. More importantly, the pipeline has gotten better when we as a Cubs fandom look to 2022, the pipeline should be in better shape. Um first off some players are getting to the point where, um, next year the 2022 Myrtle Beach squad will not be a whole bunch of players who have never played professional baseball before. Just you know, it, it, it won't be players who, oh no, we didn't play at all last year. That's not going to be the case. Uh, the pitchers are going to, if they're healthy. Have a whole lot more questions answered than having than the ones that we're coming into this season with. There are a whole lot of question marks coming into this season. the 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 pipeline is brimming with talent, and a lot of it is still very young. Twenty twenty two is going to be very fun. The last three weeks or so. Perhaps you haven't listened to a minor league game yet. Do so. Please do so. Pick a game. It, it's, it's really not highly essential. MILB.com is where you're going to start. Click on Schedules. Then there's going to be a big old thing that's going to tell you, do you want to check out AAA games? Do you want to check out A games? You, actually, what you want to do is you want to click on Organizations. You want to ch- click on Cubs. And then it'll show you who's playing. It'll show you who's playing on that day. Heck, you can even jigger with the calendar and roll it back and find out who was playing on a specific day. Um, but no, you get the calendar. And then uh, you look at starting starting pitchers. Which one interests you? For instance, right, right now, uh, at the start of the year, the Myrtle Beach rotation was, well, there weren't necessarily a whole lot of names that were fascinating. There just weren't. It's how it was. As of now, Richard Gallardo, DJ hers Daniel Palencia, Tyler Schlafer, all four of those are worth listening to. All four of those are definitely worth listening to. You have Jose, Jose, Miguel Gonzalez, and um, Manuel Espinosa. They're not bad either. Um, you no, know, for the last, for the last three weeks, we're going to get to find out how does Owen Casey look against full season ball pitching. Is Christian Franklin ready for? Full season. Yeah, I was telling a couple people, Christian Franklin belonged in Mesa like a palm tree belongs in Anchorage, Alaska. He was better than that league. He was better than that league. It took him a couple of days to, it took him a couple of games to get revving, but once he got going, it's like, yeah, get him the heck out of here. He needs to go somewhere else. So, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be very fun to see the last couple weeks, these players getting the chance to show at least initially am I going to oh what's what's the uh what's the word where you take the test to see if you need to take the class you know you're 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 taking a uh you're, you you take a big long test when you're going to college to see if you need to take the class that you don't want to really have to take anyway proficiency out. You're trying to proficiency out of a level. Christian Franklin, the next three weeks are kind of important for him. Hey, people are, three weeks of play are always important for players. You know, three weeks is a significant enough amount of time um, that it's all, you know, you, you can learn or forget something in three weeks. But with a Christian Franklin or an Owen Casey, if they show, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, Better than this level, then you'll you'll get a hint. You'll get a hint, um, because it's not like in the Arizona League where it's realistic to expect someone to have to roll out an 1100 OPS or something like that. Oh yeah, he's okay. Um, if somebody hits 900 OPS in Three weeks at a new level, they might be good to go. They might already be ready. And uh, with Casey Opitz, the catcher, he's very used to pitching at Arkansas. Used to pitching at Arkansas where pitchers are generally quite experienced, generally throw, you know, 94, 95, 96, 97 and Dave Van Horn sends Casey Opens out. Go ahead, call the game. You know, do what you do. And um, he's used to catching 95, 96. Now, now he's got Daniel Palencia tossing 101. And, um, you know, just put down some fingers. You know, is it the fastball or the curveball? Well, let's see if these guys at this level can hit 101. Let's see if they can hit 98, 99 in the 5th inning. Let's see, let's find out. But uh the last 3 the last 3 weeks just get it done. Just get it done. Show what you got. And there may be a couple more call-ups. I wouldn't be surprised if Brendan Davis gets a little foretaste of Iowa pitching. Um because at a certain point with Iowa having two extra weeks moving players up to Iowa Makes perfect sense, especially if roster spots become available. You know, there's at some point you're going to want to have 30 guys in Iowa waiting to play. They won't all be able to play, but you'll want to have 30 guys in Iowa for the last two weeks because when um, when injuries happen, you want to have guys available. And who and would there be a law saying it's illegal for Caleb Killian to get a start in Iowa? No, it would there would not be a law saying that would be impossible or illegal. So, could Caleb Killian get a look in Iowa just because the games are still being played and because it might be cool to get him four or five more innings? Yeah, sure, why not? Um, the last three weeks in. A ball and double A, bring it on. And Iowa, they've struggled quite a bit, and some of their better players keep getting called up, such as the life in AAA. The last few weeks, take advantage. The announcers at every level are worth listening to. You learn stuff from them, and I'll even include that to most of the road announcers. If you end up being in a situation... Myrtle Beach's announcer, uh, Sam Weiderhaft, doesn't travel with the team. So when Myrtle Beach is on the road, you listen to someone else and you have um, (coughs) announcers mispronouncing names and stuff. But uh, for the last three weeks, pick a team every week, I'm going to follow this guy. I'm going to follow this team. I want to know how this guy's doing. Because really, if you have that prospect that you're digging, you have that prospect. Maybe you're an Alexander Canario guy. Maybe you're a Nelson Velazquez guy. I think we're all Brennan Davis guys. But find that one game, find that one team. This is the team that I'm pot committing to. Or maybe you want to say, before the end of the year, I want to listen to one game from each affiliate, which would be a very good way to do it. Very good way to do it. Then what you'll end up finding out is, when you start, okay, I'm today I'm going to listen to South Bend. Then when you're done, it's like, you know, it's kind of fun listening to South Bend. It's, it, it, it's different. It's different. You're about learning. You're about understanding. You're about how good is this guy. You're about filling out um, either mental or physical... Uh, Dossiers on players. Is this guy better than this league? Is this guy as good as this league? Should this guy be up at the next level? And uh, as the game ends, the South Bend game ends. You notice, well, Cubs are down seven to two. I don't know that I want to flip over. How about this? I will flip over the flip over the Cubs game and hear who hear who's pitching the, out of the bullpen for the Cubs. Because I want to hear what Alex Cohen has to say about who is the next guy that should get called up. Maybe Jonathan Holder will be pitching. Maybe I'll be be able to hear him and I'll be able to hear Alex tell me if Jonathan Holder sounds like he belongs in the major leagues. When you change baseball from A, our team has to win this game mindset. Which a lot of people have. Our team has to win this game, and oh boy, when I when I buttonhole people on, okay, you say the team has to win this game. What if they don't? Well, what do you mean? Well, you say they have to win. Well, what if they don't, well then they lose. So what? What does have have to have to do with anything? That's the way it always is. There's a win and there's lose. Why? Why? Do, when you switch from all that matters is winning the game to really what matters is improvement, getting better, getting to the point where the next time you'll be more prepared for the situation when it comes up and hopefully you'll be more ready to succeed. It changes. Everything changes. And... Um, when you look at the comments on Facebook, once everything changes, when you look at the comments on Facebook or some of the comments on Twitter, or some of the comments on a blog here or there, um, it does change. It does change. It's not about the Cubs have to go out and sign this free agent or, um... I saw. I, I'm not. I'm not going to poke a finger. But there was someone doing an article yesterday on Nick Castellanos opting out. I was thinking, really? I think you're better than that. You don't need to go there. I don't see any reason that any competent uh, sports attorney will say, "Yeah, we're staring at a lockout." or a strike, and the owners are threatening to spend a whole lot less money next time around, yeah, you should opt out. The things that can't be controlled, don't worry them. Don't worry about them. What are the Cubs going to spend? You don't know that. You don't know that. Some people take the, since we don't know what the Cubs are going to spend, let's act like they're going to spend $230 million next year. It could happen, but I'm not going to bet the bank on it. What I will bet the bank on is the next three weeks in the minor leagues, people are going to be busting their chops because they want to show that they belong at the next level up the next time around. Whether you are doing the Myrtle Beach game to hear Christian Franklin and Owen Casey, or whether you are listening to the South Bend game so you can hear Johindrik Piango and Alexander Canario, or whether you're listening to Tennessee to listen to Nelson Velazquez and Brennan Davis, or whether you're listening to the Iowa Cubs game to find out who's going to be able to be filling in next for the parent club, it's about learning. It's about education. And it's, in, it's about enjoying baseball. It's not so much about the Cubs have to win this game. It's not about that. It's about learning. It's about fun. It's about education. And for the last three to five weeks of the season, education is king. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a wonderful week.